0: Welcome to the more business, more life podcast. This show is for socially conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO founders that have found success, but they yet they don't have the ideal life that they would like. And what we're going to do is bring in concepts and systems so that we can increase business with millions of traditional revenue while lowering our work hours, ideally below 40 hours a week. We call this more business, more life. And it's an and not an or. We don't have to have either or. We can actually systemize this to have both. And those are the concepts we're going to come with each episode. Sometimes we might talk a little bit more about business, sometimes more life, most of the time, both. (laughs) So, welcome to the show. Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. And today's show, we're going to talk about, guess what? Love. Yes, we're going to talk about love, and here we are talking about business and life, and some people think that that's crazy to talk about love in business, but we're going to talk about it in both business and in life, because love is an overarching thing, and we're going to push past the cliche things about love, and we're going to go into the deep pieces of it, because ultimately we all want to be loved. We all want to share love. And in business, when we do that, we can actually lift our businesses up, have more joy in the workplace and actually love what we do so that we can transcend all these stigmatisms and actually live a good life, treat other people well, because in the end, we just love includes everyone and everything. And in order to do that, we have to get past uh, what, you know, we might Pre- we might think love is. So we're gonna we're gonna do that today. We're gonna go deep and we're gonna share some personal stories. Um, you know, some that are uh tougher to share, some emotional moments, but we're gonna really go deep on how much love matters and everything that we do in life. So let's let's jump in. I'm Steve Noplaton, and joining me are some very special people. I've got Melissa Barrett with us giovanni godina hey, hey. and we've got stephanie vetter and uh thank you so much uh, if you uh tuned into our first episode of season two last week we talked about more business more life why is this show entitled that or titled that and what is our core purpose why are we doing this and today we're going to jump into our core values. So the next uh, six episodes, including this episode, we're going to go through our six core values—the things that make us tick. Uh, you know, gives a little more about why we do what we do and what we believe in. And so the first value is love. And this is interesting because we're talking about more business and more life. And how does love play into that? Uh, you know, some people I've talked to, when you talk about business, they're like, oh, you can't say love like that's that's not appropriate. But I think love is appropriate everywhere. And we could all use more love and we could all express more love. And I guess before we kick it off and we all just kind of share what love is for us and what it means as part of our company, our organization and and how we care for others, you know, it's, I just want to be really direct and even vulnerable and say, you know, love is uh, can be tricky sometimes for us, especially like growing up for me. Like sometimes you wonder, am I loved? And, you know, I want to say that went all the way into my adult life. You're always curious, like, do people love me? Am I loved? And, you know, going through um and you know, right around now we're getting close to 19 months ago i was paralyzed and you know then all of a sudden you know my wife and kids showed up other friends and relatives showed up and i was just showered with a tremendous amount of love and you know i realized during that that it was the first time in my life that i actually just fully noticed that i am loved you know without any question like there are times in my life where i felt it I'm not saying that it was like, I wasn't loved before that I was maybe I didn't notice it all the time, but at this point it was undeniable, you know, inside of me, I finally realized, wow, people, people love you. You're loved. Um, and I know it's a tricky thing. I know all of us here uh, probably have different stories about it. And, you know, when we feel loved or not loved and it doesn't matter, right? We're, you know, the thing, uh, before I open it up for discussion here, I just want to say, you know, that this is a human experience that we're all having. And that's why people even ask me sometimes they're like, are you a life coach or a business coach? And then I, I it was actually on another person's podcast. I actually quickly said I didn't even have this prepared, but it just came out of me. I said, well, I hope you don't die when you go to work because it's all life. And it's the same with love. We want to bring love into the workplace. We want to have love at home. You know, and you might all have different definitions of love, but for us, we define it as love includes everyone and everything. It's not just a feeling like people think of love as just a feeling. Yes, there are feelings that go with love and it's also a choice. It's a choice to love our fellow human, you know, whether we like them or not like them, you still can love them. And it makes the world a heck of a lot better when we choose that. So it's really important. I don't know. Anybody else want to jump into this? Uh, Cause it can be for some people, a confusing topic that, you know, not sure what to really call love.
1: As you were just uh, saying the definition that we go by, I was just like, I Googled real quick. Cause that's what I do. Um, definition of love. Right. And so a quick Google definition coming from the Oxford Oxford languages. Um, it's an intense feeling of deep affection for one, and then a great interest and pleasure in something. But on the first one, a, an intense feeling of deep affection, like right away, what popped in my mind was and connection. Like I think that's it's that connection, right? So whether it's with actual loved ones or people you're doing business with, you're connecting with them, right? You have an, and it's kind of crazy to think. Kind of going back to what you're saying, like in business, you can't say love in business because like people m- might think it's weird to love your clients or love the, the your coworkers or or whatnot, just depending on what their definition of love is. Because sometimes people just think of love as being an intimate thing with like your loved ones right it's not something other than that whereas we should like look at love that like you can love anybody and everything anybody everything in the planet right like love a tree love love your dogs your your cats your pets your animals whatever but it's like i think yes that that deep affection and that connection i i think is what's really important for not just a bit for
0: business but for life as well right i totally agree it's even when i'm on stage most of the time when i when i end a speech i say, i love you all you know and, and i really mean it and you know some people have commented over time but over the years less and less people comment about that you know more and more people come up and give me a hug and they want to feel loved and they like that you're you're doing that and then you brought up plants it brought up to me Giovanni, that um, you know, there's studies now where people like express love to plants and they grow, they're greener, they're stronger. And and they've done uh, testing where they, you know, say mean things to a plant or they or they give it no attention. They never show up for it except for to water it just so it stays alive. And they're withering and, uh, and sometimes even die, even if they have water and sun, because they're completely not loved. Um, and you can look these things up. I don't have them right off the top of my head, but there's studies out there. Um, they've even done it with water, where they, you know, love water or not love water, and then they froze it. And the ones that were spoken unkindly to were jagged. The ice had jagged crystals in it, whereas the one that was loved was all smooth. So talk about deep connection i don't like let's go deep right away we're like minutes into the podcast let's go way into the spiritual world here but the reality is uh these things are undeniable like so many people have studied it now you can't even deny it so yeah whether you uh, want to talk spirituality or science they're both there
1: <laughs> yeah i was going to i was going to just say that's that's not spiritual i mean in a sense it is but like when you can start quantifying and you start seeing it that's not getting based in in re- and- quote unquote reality right because reality is whatever we make it um but yeah there did the same They did another study too not with just like people speaking to it but they played music they played like death metal and then they played um like classical music or something like that and they f- did same thing froze it and you could see the stark differences between the metal music and so coming this is kind of getting into like words and vibrations that you're sending out to the world right Because like because what we 70 80 percent water the human right like human beings something like that and so like if you think about it okay if you can do that to a glass of water the words so the words that you're the love that you're sharing with your clients with your employees your coworkers, your loved ones like that changes them not just them but yourself right because if you're 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 a vibration yourself spelling that out right what we'd say it yeah it affects affects everything so love affects everything, people. Yes. People. It, it does. It real,
0: it
2: does. <laughs> it's interesting too, what you said, Steve, about it's not just a feeling. It's not, you know, it's a choice. It's action, but it's also the ability to receive, like to be able to receive love is like a whole nother layer of love. And I love that love is at the core of what we do, the work that we do and and how we work with our clients and how we make it okay for them to explore what they love. Like, do you love what you're doing? Do you love the people that you're working with and what a difference it makes to just that human experience, your day-to-day experience to bring love in and to make it okay for that to be something that we seek and something that's important with what we do. So yeah. Yay for love.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I was just going to toss in that, um, I'll try not to make this a sad story, but when my husband was going through cancer and I, to this day, remember him always questioning being loved. And it wasn't until he was going through colon cancer when people would come over and sing to him and, you know, do all of these things that he I still remember to this day, like a month before he died, he was like, I now know how much I'm loved. And to me, that's kind of the epitome of life, right? Because it's like, if you can take that with you, life has to be complete. I mean, to me, choosing kindness and compassion and just being able to let go of, pushing against something being acknowledged and respectful to someone else no matter what their views are <laughs> you can actually be respectful and really you know be curious about why they think the way they think you don't necessarily have to agree with it all but to be able to be included in the conversation so that you can express yourself they can express themselves And so, when you say including everything and everyone as one of our core values, I I get a deeper sense of that. I think, especially when you think about things like Black Lives Matter. People were so upset when people were you know when we were saying Black Lives Matter, but it wasn't that nobody else's life mattered. It's just that we weren't being acknowledged and still don't in some cases, that our life is valuable. And so just making sure that we can celebrate differences as opposed to hating on them. um, I think that sense of inclusion um, is powerful when we're talking about being loved. Um, Especially, you know, as you think about life and business. I mean, that is to me, the epitome of success.
0: And it all leads to imprints, you know, so in our world, in our life. And so when, you know, and, and Giovanni brought up the word spelling, you know, when you think of casting spells, what you think about comes about what you, where you put your energy comes about. And it's not just outward it's included in yourself so people that have that level of hate and such they tend to have uh unhappy moments or times in their life and there's a lot of anger you know so they, that's the old uh, famous line like it's wanting to hurt someone else but when you're holding that grudge and some people do hurt other people but in the in, even if they're holding it in they're just saying it with their words you're drinking poison yourself You know, I totally paraphrase the whole thing. But when you hold that level, you're actually causing problems in your life. but then you're causing ripples out to other people, too. And you never know. I think, you know, to, to your point, Melissa, like if you if you really, really look at everyone on this planet, it's very small percentage of like people that are actually evil. I heard someone actually doing some math on it, like they were getting really statistical on it. And it's like the smallest, teeniest perception of the amount of billions of people on this planet that actually wake up, you know, it's very, very rare, very, very rare that someone wakes up in the morning and says, I just wanna hurt things, break things, you know, right when they wake up. Most people are trying to make their lives and the people around them better. They want to, you know, whether they're just trying to eat that day or make more comfort in their lives, you know, it doesn't matter where you come from, who you are, what color your skin is, all those things, you know, over overall, majority, we're all just trying to feed our families. And we might have different flavors. We might cook differently. We might have different food from our culture. And that's so cool, you know, to not uh, take away those unique things, because I think we should celebrate those unique things, but then realize that it really is all the same. You know, and I'm sad to say, you know, I have not uh, had, you know, personally, I've not had things as directly affecting me. But I do know a short time ago, you know, with some of my ancestors, with my grandparents and my great grandparents coming to America, it was not popular to be Italian. And the sad thing is. I don't speak Italian fluently. And a lot of other things in our culture was taken away because they chose my family. They wanted to, you know, basically in a way hide and become American. And some of my family members even had huge fights in the family because they changed their name. They changed took away their Italian name. And um change their their name and it was actually a fight because some of the brothers were mad they're like you're you're taking away our culture and you know rightfully so but then the other brother was like i need a job i need to feed my family so if i put my tiny name on there they won't even look at me they won't even take me in for an interview or whatever right all these things ultimately why was that happening again they're trying to feed their family so you know we we look at and i just want to add one other thought to this because wherever you are i just want you to realize you never know where someone else's experience are. right before we recorded this podcast i noticed uh, a message coming in on linkedin and through some a friend of mine and and i had heard part of his story but i guess you know as we all get older we get a little bit more blunt about our history that he just posted on linkedin today that uh, before the age of five, his mom tried to get rid of him. His dad went, went into prison, then came out of prison, then tried to kill him, then abandoned him. Then he went into foster care for 13 years. Um, and you wonder, you know, like, okay, what's going on? But there's still a little boy right there just trying to go back to love, wondering where am I? Like if my mom and dad don't even love me, you know, and then we wonder why people get in trouble. You know, you don't know. So try to bring that level of compassion when someone cuts you off on the freeway or they say words to you that, you know, there's a chance, a high chance they didn't even mean it and they probably weren't even paying attention they cut you off. They're probably in their own reality. And I'm not saying that's wrong or right. There's consequences to all of our actions. However, just try to remember, you have no idea what's going on for that other person.
2: That learning was really freeing for me just going through certain training, um, with NLP and everything that was so huge for me to just have that understanding. And I think we've all talked about it. Like we all are unique and that is something to be celebrated, but everybody is making the best decision with what they have going on for themselves. They're doing the best that they can in that moment. And sometimes it's hard, but to I think, have that compassion for somebody else and to realize that, that, that may or may not have anything to do with me. They're just They're maybe not making good choices, but they're doing the best they can with the menu that's in front of them, essentially. I think that even helped me. Like, I thought I had a lot of love before I really had that understanding. And I think that that helped me have just more love for people like, wow, what must be happening in their world and their experience right now for them to have had to make that choice. So it allows you to kind of take a step back and like remove your own personal reaction to something to really you know, just, just realize that we're all in most cases, like you said, some people are trying to hurt other people, but we're all mostly just doing the best we can with what we've got. Um, It's freeing to think about things in that way. And to, and then it allows you to even show more love to that person. That's something that's helped me.
1: And I was going to say on top of that, it's allowing yourself that compassion too. Right. Like, like going through NLP, like Mm -hmm. I think, the three, well, three of us, Steve, Stephanie, and myself have gone through NLP um, training, but it's like when you go through- Which uh, is
0: neurolinguistics programming. Yep. Yeah,
1: programming. Yeah. Once you've gone through something like that, or whether it's going to a therapist or any other modality where it allows you to talk about what might be holding you back or those feelings that you're having or not having, but it's like when you can get to that point of self-compassionate loving yourself right mm-hmm. and it, it takes it takes time it, or it can take time right because we like you said we're all individuals and we all come from different uh, upbringings right like S- steve's friend that um, posted on, on linkedin like you wouldn't would have never known that right and he might might come off as a person who's was very happy and like you know wanting to help everybody and you didn't you wouldn't know that he's hurting right the people who um show the most love and care for the most people are a lot of times hurting themselves the most right and they're just trying to help others but so it's like so it's when you can find that compassion for yourself and that love for yourself like that's something i'm kind of going through right now as i'm doing more and more nlp sessions on myself or getting nlp sessions for myself like it's allowing to release whatever beliefs whatever stories i'm telling myself from my past whatever that may be but allowing myself to first be seen and allow myself to love myself like it allows you to connect even further with with more people right because if you're someone like me who's kind of like shut yourself off because my like my dad passed away when i was four years old right and i didn't up until i honestly i think up until i met steve um and he did like the first like mini NLP session during one of, um, uh, one of the workshops I was at with him, I had no clue how my dad's death affected me because my dad passed away when I was four years old and I don't remember, or I didn't recall any of that or any of the emotions, right? Most four year olds probably don't, but up until my adulthood, I had no clue how that affected the love that I give the love that I accept. Right and it's still a work in progress. Like I'm able to accept and give more love than I have in the past, but it's still, there's still more, more things that can be, that can change, that can allow me to go deeper with people. And we do a really good exercise in, in the workshops, the the eye access. Um, I'll hopefully not give any secrets away, but I, that's yeah. one of the most powerful love exercises. And it's not even like I don't know see. would you say it's like a love because like it's not a love exercise but like when you get a stare in somebody's eyes and just be there with them like you connect and like you you feel that love you feel that that energy there and it's powerful and it's scary right and allowing to people to see you and you see them like it freaks some people out like when you can get past like the first time the first time is probably like the weirdest one you're like this just feels awkward but then when you sit with it and like you just connect with people it's just there's something powerful and like that's so what I'm trying to get by is like that, that love for yourself, when you can allow others to see you and you can have that love for yourself, then you can see others like more deeply. And like, it just allows you to connect
0: with the rest of the world, really. I'd say it is love and connection. And then I just want to string what all three of you are saying together, what Giovanni, Stephanie, and Melissa are saying, you know, because Melissa, you, you know, it's so sad that, you know, Pete. You know, as at that end, or even me, like I have to go through Guillain-Barré to, you know, be paralyzed, like can't move my body, and then I realize, oh, you know, wait, people do love me, you know, it's, you know, so how can we? So I'm thinking in my head, and then you know, like Stephanie brought up, you have to receive, and then you know, Giovanni, you're talking about, you know, connecting with ourselves and allowing that. So basically, it is an allowing, right? We, and it is a two-way street. So I love that you brought that up, Giovanni, because if we don't allow love to come to us, we're kind of severing the telephone connection right so we're not allowing it in and you know so what popped in my head is you know how can we allow ourselves and yeah maybe there's some deeper things and you know having a deeper nlp neurolinguistics programming or maybe there's a family systemic pattern of not receiving love that maybe will take some deeper work but maybe there's some things and maybe i just want to throw something out there for part of this discussion is how can we allow ourselves to love and be loved, you know now? like before we are almost gonna die, or before we're right on our deathbed or or have something else tragic happen to ourselves? Um, I don't know the quick answer, and I don't know, and like Giovanni said, there's so many layers of learning and so much layers of growth. Uh, and there's probably a lot of tools and techniques um, and even beyond NLP and all these ones that we're saying. But I guess just in my mind, I'll kind of kick us off. I, I was just thinking, you know, well, one, we just have to I think it's like what Giovanni just said. You have to kind of start to see and love yourself, you know, and, and yeah, you know, I think we're so hard on ourselves. You know, I guess I'll say this. When I first started working on me, when I first and I took a long time, I didn't really start until my 30s. To work on personal growth. Before that, I just learned skills and, you know, I was still reading and educating myself, but it was like, oh, I need to know how to do this to be successful, right? And it was all skills and techniques, right? And then it wasn't until uh, my 30s where I'm like, wait a minute, I want to work on me. I want to take some classes on personal growth. And I thought that it was to make me better, which I think kind of ties into this conversation because what I realize now after many years in my 30s, Uh, but, But definitely by the end of my 30s, I realized that it wasn't about making me better. It was actually allowing me to be me, to actually let go of all the preconceived things that I thought I was supposed to be. And this is what triggered from what you just said, Giovanni, like I was thinking in my mind, how do I get over this? Well, the thing is, I was trying to be what I thought everyone else wanted me to be. And then in that, then there's some distance, I guess, I think it's the word, you know, it, like, it's not, uh, I think another word is like discord, right? It's a disconnection because I'm not really being what my heart is telling me. And that, I guess that's the source of love too, because we all come here. I, I believe this is my belief. We come here with, uh, something deep inside ourselves that we want to do. And that's where your passion comes. And then, so how many of us on this planet are denying that? We know we're supposed to do something bigger. We know we have something. And then we deny it. So then we start to break down our own love for ourselves because we start having disharmony in our life. And then I think that just ripples out. So I think, you know, it does start with us. And then and then how, but then I guess maybe just for each of us. So that was when I started loving myself. So that's why I went to that point. Because I was asking myself, Where did I decide to start loving myself? And it was when, because before that, I thought I was a loser. Like I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't do enough. I couldn't do good enough. I I wasn't good enough. You know, I really like labeled myself. And then when I realized, wait a minute, uh, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Your heart wants to do this. Of course, you're having this, uh, you know, not happy experience because you're trying to do what everyone else, what you think everyone else wants you to do. And that's my own perception. I don't know what what yeah. do you all think about so this
1: when you first started mentioning like what's the easiest thing and or what can you do right now the first thing that pops in my head is like like many things that we we do in life right is just noticing like noticing how you love and noticing how you accept love or aren't accepting love i think that was like kind of the just the biggest thing and like, that's in like in so many of our lessons right with nlp like when we say just noticing that something's not the way you want it, like helps you start changing and shifting things. Right. Cause then it comes, brings it to the forefront of your consciousness rather than it being unconscious. And so just noticing how you accept love, how you give love and like, and, and where you're kind of at might be the the simplest and quickest way just to start the ball rolling. If you're not already on this journey of allowing. Um, So that's what kind of like really popped in my head, like right off the bat, as soon as you said that,
0: well, you know, it just felt my head and then I want to hear from the ladies, too, is a gratitude. You know, like, is what you just said, Giovanni, the easiest way to notice that is to be grateful. And how many times do we just brush through life and we don't notice all the moments of gratitude and how many people really care for us, you know, like just someone holding the door open for you or someone uh, taking an extra minutes to see if you're okay. If you like stumble on the street, you almost fall down and someone says, Oh, are you okay? Like noticing that other people notice you and other people care for you. And so actually gratitude, you know, that's what we're going to talk about next week but basically it actually helps us notice the love yeah. um i think that that's just my perception from what you just said Giovanni
1: yeah no that actually really hit like really hard when you just said that like just noticing people on the street like asking you if you're okay like if you think about that like how busy we are all in our lives and how self indulged if you will like just concerned about our own sphere for somebody to stop whatever they're doing and open the door for you or ask if you're okay or even just say hi. Like if you really think about it and think about from your own perspective, like how busy you are, like that's amazing. Like that is that is love. That's a level of love. People are stopping to like give this little moment to you, right? Or the random acts of kindness, right? People just doing things just to be nice, just and not expecting anything out of it. Like that's coming from like a loving place. And like you just saying that actually really just hit hard for me, just like just to notice those, those tiny tiny little moments and 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 whatnot so thank you for saying that
0: yeah and it's all love yeah so let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back i just want to have an expression of gratitude right now for pro audio voices they're the ones that uh, produce my podcast And Becky and her team are amazing. And for those of you that know me, I'm all about wow clients, wow partners. And Pro Audio Voices is a wow partner for me. And if you want to learn more, you can go to proaudiovoices.com and you can learn about them. They also do audio books and they're just amazing people. Thank you, Becky.
3: I was just going to mention that, um, I mean, you talked about, you know, being able to notice and that, um, that shifting into consciousness, But I always think of, you know, I I literally have the NLP levels of change on my wall because I love it so much. Because when I think about things that I focus on for myself, if you have, you know, the environment, the behaviors, your skills and abilities, your beliefs and values, you're literally reprogramming your mind with all of the stories that you've had in your life or that somebody has told you coming from uh, a family who had a professional storyteller in the house um, (laughs) we literally you know what's funny is we used to literally just watch people and make up stories and you know like figure out what do we think they're doing or you know it's like if somebody cuts you off are they like trying to get to the hospital to see somebody that got sick or, you know, like you have no idea what's actually going on, but it starts to help you look at your own mindset about your environment or your behavior, because, you know, your identity is kind of at the core. And so when you're, when you identify certain things, um, I feel like when we're talking about love, it takes several layers for you to get to that core of yourself so that you can receive that love. Um, but a lot of times it's a, you know, unfortunately it's a shift in mindset. Cause I think at some point you realize you're not a kid anymore and you're off to try to do something else, but really we're trying to get back to ourselves. I think all the whole time.
0: Yeah. Who are we? And, and, you know, just even thinking about how you're saying, are they going to the hospital or whatever? I just wanted to even go one step further. What if someone's yelling at you? They're actually in your face. It's not a mistake. They're actually yelling at you. You know, it's interesting, you know, going through all these processes that we're talking about, I actually realized, wow, that person really cares. They're passionate about what
3: they're saying. Right. Right.
0: (laughs) Right. And I, I've even stopped an argument, uh, you know, quite a few times now where I say, wow, thank you for caring. And they're like, they get even more mad for a second. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm so mad. I was like, yeah, exactly. You wouldn't act like this if you didn't care. If you didn't care, you wouldn't even raise your voice. You would have kept proceeding on. It wouldn't have mattered. But obviously, you care so much that you got angry. And they're like, oh, yeah, I do care. And then I'm like, oh, so what do you care about? And now we've lowered the whole energy of the thing and we can actually talk about the root of it because really it's the roots, right? So on the surface, we're doing all these things. I know personally myself, I've gotten angry to hide how hurt I was. I've laughed even though I was crying inside, right? Sometimes we let these different emotions go on the surface. And if we would all take more notice and notice that that's a surface level thing. And if you go deep enough, you could actually find the root of that, that instance, Even if it's someone yelling at you.
2: I've noticed for me that when I get that upset or when I have that level of anger, it's because I'm not feeling loved sometimes or maybe not feeling heard. And so it comes out in that way when all I'm asking for is like, show me some love. (laughs) like Give me a hug. hug. (laughs) That's what I need. My husband has learned that if I yell at him about, you know, eating the last piece of chicken that's in the fridge, he's like, okay, hold (laughs) (laughs) you're making way too big a deal about chicken. Like what's really going on. So he's learned at this point that if something manifests in that way, it's because I'm, there's something else going on. So it's interesting that you say that Melissa. And I think that's a beautiful way to look at it. And I think we need to do more of that to realize like, wow, what must be happening. And then i love that tipsy like how do we diffuse that and how do we like peel back the layers of what whatever that is to understand like what's really going on and it's probably just that somebody wants to be heard in some way or loved or seen or seen absolutely
0: right yes. how many children do we see where they get louder and louder just because they want to be seen yeah yes yeah we do
2: that i think too. we do that yeah Yeah. (laughs) It, it might not be holding our breath in the grocery store aisle we don't do it in that way but we act out we act it out in some other way it's it's all about like i think trying to find your words and maybe not knowing or not um it's a lot harder to be vulnerable and like share your heart and share what you're afraid of or share what you need than it is to be on the the aggressive i guess
3: well, and it's so funny because i I thinking back of a story uh, when I was, I think I was maybe 18 or 19 and I had inherited this huge um, unit of um, folks at, when I worked in re- at a retail bank at the time. And what's interesting is there was this one woman who became my mentor and she used to have to fire people all the time. And I'm telling you, it was amazing to watch because every time somebody came out of that room, they would like be hugging her and thanking her. And, you know, at that, I mean, I was like, what is happening? Like, how does she (laughs) do that? But she always focused on the person. um, You know, what was going on? She was a a wonderful communicator um, that really kind of tapped into Help them understand themselves. Like, why was this job not working for them? Most of the time, it was because they didn't want to be there. They wanted to be doing something else. <laughs> you know, it was like, so she she was able to really tap into that so that they could really go off and take a next step that was really more about who they were and where they wanted to be.
0: Which comes back to loving yourself. Yes. See, and that's like, so that's where we live on our own pain when we don't even choose ourselves. We're not letting ourselves live the life that we're meant to live, even though you know, and then you become disgruntled, and then it goes down and down and down, and then you're just this grumpy person in the world. And then we're wondering why we're not getting along with others because we can't even get along with ourselves. So, I, you know, I guess it's a tricky thing, but that's what pops in my head is like, you know, I don't know if everyone can chime in with a, a piece of advice, but what would be the one thing that you can think of to share with others or that you use yourself to love yourself? How do you love yourself first? Any ideas?
2: I don't know if there's a short answer to that, but even in just (laughs) what you are saying, Melissa, of, um, you know, seeing that person, like the ability to see somebody and to ask them those questions so that they can figure out what they want. And as you're saying that whole thing, it just reminded me that, um, just the story of my own, like the last year of my life and how I wasn't choosing me, how I was so unhappy, but I continued to not choose me because I thought I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. I was, you know, having success in my job and getting into leadership and all of that. But I was so miserable because my life was not my own life. And it just, it took away from everything else. And then how that manifested into my relationships, into my physical health, into my mental health, all of that. Like I just needed someone to uh, let me go. And a lot of times that's what it is. We are, we're like sticking to our guns or we're holding down this job and we're doing what we feel like what what we're doing, but in a complete disservice of what we want. And it's interesting the way that you said that, I never really thought about that. That was me not loving myself. And that was like, whoa! <laughs> I <had> this like, <sighs> like as you were saying that, I'm like, oh my gosh, wow! And then when you do choose to figure out like, what would I like, and go after that and pursue it, that is loving yourself like in their purest form, saying like, I deserve to be happy. I deserve to have what I want. To have love, I mean, that's we're going
0: to the room, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Yeah.
0: So, so glad that you are so glad that you are, Stephanie. It's, you know, I hope we all have many moments on this podcast Mm -hmm. and, and just sharing that with the world. It's kind of going back to what Giovanni said about, you know, looking into someone's eyes and seeing each other just by us sharing on the podcast, we're sharing ourselves and then someone else is seeing us and then they can have change in their life. So, you know, it's amazing to change our lives in front of other people. But I think, yeah, when we say love includes everyone and everything, that includes you. And if you don't, they've said it sounds so cliche to say again, but they always say you got to start by loving yourself.
1: I'd like to add what, uh, like on top of what Stephanie was saying is there's two things that popped in mind when you said, said that. But just at that last moment she said like wow i'm having a moment here it's like it's again it's getting back to that taking a moment and just noticing right like her telling the story gave her a moment to re, like kind of live it a little bit like to see where she was in like just a year ago into where she's at now and like all things like it's taking that i think it for me it's like taking that moment just to pause and reflect and have the gratitude because then that's when you really like can start doing self-care you're like you're looking back and it's like okay why am I not happy? Why is this happening? Why is this not happening? If we just pause and take a moment. So that second thing that came to mind this is something you always med- uh, talk about. And it's meditation as I slip it out is, um, is meditation, right? It's like taking that moment. And it's kind of a combination of the gratitude and just stopping and, and just being for the moment, however long you can, or cannot do it for, but just stopping for a moment and just Reflecting, I think there's so much power in in reflection because we we've lost as a society today. We've we've lost that slowness, right? um Because it's just so fast paced with just internet, work, jobs, everything, just families, whatever's going on. It's just always go 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 go, and that's um one of the main things that drew me to UC was is, is like that slow down, right? Let's pull back a little bit and just like just see and just take a moment to just stop right and just reflect on it and you can see how powerful it is just stephanie literally just telling the story of hers right and she like was able to reconnect with that and just like wow and it felt like to me like she's like really like i'm on the right path right now like i'm like if to see where i was there then to like now like where she's at like just sitting with that like just taking a moment to pause be grateful and then just like meditate on that
2: well, it continues to validate too. I think the more you stop and think about where you've gone and where you've come. And as you were talking, the thing that came to mind is, you know, to go back to the question, like, how can we, what advice can we give others to help them bring more love is maybe to just take that step back and say, am I happy? Like it could be big, you know, global, like, am I happy in life? Or it could be, am I happy with what I'm doing right now? Am I happy with the outcome that I'm getting from this effort that I'm putting in? Like, am I happy and if the answer is no like then the next question is what would make me happy like what would make me happy in my work what would make me happy with this client what would make me happy or what would i like um it kind of changes all of it cuz i think if i would have stopped and asked myself like really asked myself that at any point in the last year or more i would have been like no <laughs> okay now which way should i go like what am i going to do with that information then you it's up to you to choose and, um, you know, take a different step, but yeah, that's super interesting.
3: Yeah. And I'll just add, cause I think you all did a, a fabulous job of, um, talking about, you know, things that you can do for me personally, um, what Giovanni was referencing in terms of, you know, meditation and reflection, um, mm-hmm. and you, Stephanie, um, a lot of, I think you can, I am one of those people that you look up and you're so busy, um, but you realize at some point, even though you have a passion to do all of the things you're doing, you actually are not scheduling time for yourself and keeping it. Um, It's so easy to eliminate yourself in your own schedule, but life is so short um, that, you know, I think when Steve started asking me, you know, well, what would you like for your life? You know, it was kind of like, I mean, I still am, you know, continuing to go through iterations of what I like, what I want in life. But I think you get so busy, you know, with kids or work or, you know, just trying to make ends meet and do all sorts of things you know, strategized for your business, your company, whatever, you don't actually take time for yourself. So it's nice to see that, you know, there's a lot of companies that are doing things with mindset and yoga and exercise and, you know, all of those things. But you actually have to do the work to look inside yourself to really figure out what you want. And it's not a quick and easy thing um because i think you you end up evolving and really tapping into a core sense of yourself that maybe you've been hiding away for a while so that that's kind of my experience
0: and it's growth. I mean, you're hit, we're hitting on like all our core values, and like love is like the core of the core, right? But, but you were talking that you're talking about growth, which is another one of our our core values, because life is learning, and it's the experience that you're going through that drives that learning. And I think you know it's, uh and I think I appreciate all of you, you know, sharing is taking the time to explore all of these things and and choose yourself, which seems like. Uh, an ironic thing to say uh, in the time when we think that that's selfish, but the reality is we can help more people when we are whole. Like that's why they say you can't love anyone else until you love yourself. So that's what we're talking about here. If you choose you and you lift yourself up and you go through your own learning, you're guess what? You're going to show up. And it seems like opposite thinking because, you know, like Melissa just pointed out, you know, we want to show up for our kids and we want to make ends meet and all those things but I'll tell you it's way harder when you're doing the things you're not meant to do just ask stephanie she was just explaining what she just went through and you think oh i'm paying the bills i'm making more money but then uh what is really important you know we're all going to die and i know it's a tough thing to talk about and i find that the you know when we talk about that and you talk about the death The people that are most afraid to talk about that are the people that are not living the life they're meant to live. You know, they're so far off track. They don't want to talk about the end of the line. You know, like, no, I don't want it to come so soon. I'm not ready. Well, you know, you'll be a heck of a lot more ready if you actually start slowing down, like we're all saying on here, and notice what you actually want. And I believe, and I proved it in my own life, because I worked really, really hard. i was i grew up in silicon valley and everything is now and like Giovanni pointed out we live in an age where everything is instantaneous now with just being able to google anything and and we're getting to this point where that's expected and when we need to also realize that sometimes things come over time like melissa's saying it's our growth it's the iterations it keeps going and going and we're growing and learning in this life And we have to let both of those happen. So there are some things that are really nice to have instantaneously. Wow, I'm so glad. And I'm grateful. Going back to that word, grateful, grateful that we can have access to all this information at the fingertips. But I also am grateful that I can go sit with the trees and watch some birds fly around or, you know, like Giovanni said on our last podcast, you know, go and smell the roses. You know, I was definitely one of those that Uh, you know, my, my wife, before we were married, she used to say the same thing, Joe, Hey, you want to stop and smell the roses? And, and sometimes it was literal too. We were like literally in a park and, you know, she would say, I think this is that bird. I'm like, who cares what bird it is? I got to go over here. You know, now I'm like, Oh, look, there's a cardinal. Look how red it is shining there on that tree. You know, it's, um, crazy to even say that, but that's how much I have changed And I guess I just want to bring it back to one thing, you know, for me, the one thing that helped me and it's going to be different for everyone, I believe. But the one thing that helped me was gratitude until I was grateful for what I had gone through or achieved um, that because before that, I actually was really hard on myself. I like nothing was enough. I was not good enough. And even at times I would call myself a loser in my mind. I maybe wouldn't say that or admit that out loud and I wouldn't even ask for help because I didn't want people to think I was stupid. You know, I had like all kinds of issues, <laughs> you know, and so now coming back to it and just like being grateful for what I know and being grateful that people are coming into my life that know more than me. That's something to be grateful for. Oh, my gosh. Right. Like these people are coming to my life for a reason. And if I would get rid of my own ego and that I and, I you know, and fear that I'm not good enough. And I actually just ask questions and let those smarter people in my life be in my life and be grateful for them. Then I think we start to love ourselves more. So I think, you know, love and gratitude go hand in hand. If we really want to feel love, feel gratitude and if feel gratitude, then you feel love. And if you just put that in a circle, I think that's a great life. <laughs> like, So I, you know, I guess just, um, we're getting close to finding the end of today's podcast, but, uh, you know, we have a few minutes left. I guess it'd be interesting to hear from each of you, like where, or how, I mean, either did you start or do you now like notice and feel love? Um, I know it might be, I don't know, just interesting question to explore. Like, how do you notice when, when you're loved and when to give love? Like just opening that up to kind of put it as a closing thoughts here. Um,
2: I'll go first just cause something came up for me and I'm learning to listen to your guidance, Steve. And that when something is there, or when you have a thought, it's usually for a reason. So to, to, uh, explore that. But for me, I think it has to do with, um, like who you surround yourself with, right? Like, how do you feel love? I, when you, well, this team, for example, is one, like being around people who support you, who validate you, who take you as you are, but also are always encouraging and, you know, pushing you to be better, to want, to want more. Um, It has a lot to do with who you surround yourself with, whether that's the relationships you have in your personal life, the relationships you have in your work life, the clients that you work with. I mean, going back to wow clients and really being mindful of the types of people that we work with. If you surround yourself with more people who uh, are the right type of people who are not going to knock you down or, you know, invalidate the things that you want in your life is a great place to start. So to take a look at that, because that will help you let more love in. it will, I mean, I still like pinch myself every time I get a text from you, Steve, or a Voxer or something that says, you're doing a great job. Like, I'm so grateful for you. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad we're working together. I mean, that brings so much love into my heart. and makes me feel good. and makes me know with even more conviction that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing
1: really grateful for
0: that beautiful thank you
1: um i think for me it's i'm still in the process of allowing like to be honest like just allowing myself to uh love myself and to then see that and accepting i mean we could take it back to just our team uh meeting we had after our workshop our first workshop back right just me not accepting all the things that were being said but I think again, for me, it's coming back to the awareness of it and just noticing that stuff. I'm saying, okay. And for me, I'm really starting to do more and more NLP stuff so I can work on those things because they're, they're deep rooted. Right. And so for me, it's, it's, it's noticing and then taking that, that information that I see and it's like, okay, I think I need to do anything. I, I need to have a session on, on this particular topic of it. Cause I think it, then it starts really unraveling. Like, I think. So just thinking about it, it just popping my head, like, as Stephanie said, like, when it comes in your mind, you just kind of just go with it. But what came to mind right now was like, love, love really is the root, right. Of, of everything, um, of everything we do, everything we are, who we are, what we want to be, but it's that, that love is that root. And if that root has been, uh, essentially suffocated for so long, right. Because of the, the stories or beliefs that we have of ourselves it's it takes some time to to for that root to start breathing again, right? Once the the main clasp, if you will, whatever is choking it is released. It still takes time for that root to recover and to start oh, soaking up more nutrients and whatnot. And so for me, it's I think it's I'm still very much in not at the beginning of the pro of of this, the this journey, but still in it where just noticing and allowing the 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 love to both to flow essentially i would say flow both in and out so that's kind of where i'm at and but it's it's nice to be somewhere where i have that right just to look back just to be where i was and like oh wow yeah, i can see, see i can really see how i was closing myself off to those around me uh, and not allowing that stuff whether you know family stuff or working with you potential clients and stuff like that like so um again for me i think it's just always come back to noticing
0: yeah awareness awareness yeah, yeah. what do you think melissa how oh, yeah. do you notice re- receiving or giving love
3: well i would say um i you know like giovanni i think the receiving part is always a a challenge be- for me and even as you know as i look back at my career i've always been one of those people who i tend not to not to notice the, the good things as much as I should. Um, and, and so for me personally, what I have been doing is really living with more intention. Um, and so for me, I, you know, waking up in the morning and wanting to, you know, focus my intent, my intention so that I can pay attention, um, to those things and really highlight, you know, which kind of goes back to your gratitude. Um, And so, but for me, I have to intentionally do that. Love for me is very much an action. You know, people talk about, you know, arranged marriages and things like that and why they work Um, is because there is a specific action that they are taking. They are deciding to take that action, right? So um, for me, it's, it's all about what, what am I doing today that intends to identify the love, give the love, receive the love, um, and then reflect on it at the end of the day and then do it again tomorrow.
0: (laughs) It's so beautiful. And I do think the more we they always say the more you put out the more you receive it's a mirroring universe so i think the more you love others the more love you're going to get back you know so it's just so beautiful and i think just summing up what i'm hearing from all of you and and you know what's been said on today's podcast it is you know slowing down enough to notice is a big helper because then you can notice what you're grateful for is a good indicator of where the love is and where you're receiving love you know, and the people in your life that you're grateful for, and how that is encircling more love around you. And then it also by slowing down, it allows you to notice when you're not receiving it, you know, so people are giving you love, and you're like, not receiving it, just notice all those things. So I think you know, big first step is to slow down and be aware, right? And and like you said, I'll add your word in there too, Melissa, intention. And so you set an intention for that. You set an intention to slow down and give space to yourself so you can see uh, and and then ultimately feel the love because you are giving space for that, I think is a, is a key thing. And it really tees up next week because our next podcast, we're going to talk about gratitude and how that plays in. And you know, I think everyone's going to see over, over these six weeks and these six podcasts, including this one, how intertwined these core values are. Just to say them out to everyone because I don't think we did that at the beginning, but uh, love, uh, gratitude, growth, freedom, fun, and together those are the six words for the next six weeks. Today was love, next week will be gratitude and i think you're just going to see how they how much they mean to us those words and how much they can allow us to have the life we want and and then it starts with today giving you the first part that you can love yourself is to give yourself enough space to see Because when you go, 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 you can't even see. Like, how does someone uh, like Stephanie, who is, uh, and all of us, they're so smart. We are, we're we're smart, good people. And yet we can be so go, go that we don't even notice how loved we are, you know, or to even stop and love ourselves. And I, I appreciate all of you being a part of this podcast with me, sharing your lives with me and everyone out there listening, because I know you all love. You all love and care. We wouldn't be doing this podcast if we didn't, you know, love each other and love others to share our the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then people can learn from all of it. So, so thank you all for being here. Thank you for listening in. If you like this podcast, let us know, share, uh, share it with other people in the world. Uh, Share the love. Yes. Share the love. Comment and uh, also we'd love to hear feedback If there's something else you'd like us to talk about share our experiences about we would be happy 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 to to do so so please share comment uh and um what else should they do anything else anything (laughs) subscribe yeah (laughs) because we're going to keep sending these out so if you want to know about it it's a good thing to uh subscribe we promise that we'll keep putting out quality. That's one of our roles that, you know, quality content over quantity. Um, We're, you know, we're going to have intention like Melissa, with everything that we do. So, so we appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. And thank you, Melissa, Stephanie, and Giovanni for joining me today. Um, And we look forward to doing our podcast next week. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value and if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenoplaton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I wanna give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenoplaton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenoplaton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom.
3: This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.